Devlin, Duck, Hodges, who is also a duck calling champion. Duck Hodges. Hodges. Hodges looking deep again. Going deep. Touchdown! Sets the feet. Floats it upstairs. Caught! Look at Duck. Duck is flying down there. Hodges fields it. Fires end zone and it is caught. Touchdown! They may be better off with Hodges. Definitely! Especially if Duck Hodges is leading the flock. We're going to start Duck this week. Devlin Hodges to me is a better quarterback. You get Ducky Hodges in there with his duck call. Quack, quack, quack. This is the Duck Hodges Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Devlin Hodges with the Duck Hodges Podcast, presented by Split Read. Make sure you follow those guys on Instagram, at Split Read, as well as check out their YouTube. Um, also, I want to take a quick second and give a shout-out to a couple sponsors that are already behind the podcast and want to be involved with what I got going on. So, huge shout-out to Browning, uh, Firearms, uh, Shin, waiters or shin gear i should say and then as well as mossy oak um appreciate you guys being behind this i want to take a quick second and go ahead and get over to the kill cam of the week the very first kill cam and this video was sent in by hunter chumley you can follow him on instagram at chumley hunter as you can see right there on the screen he's got a shot cam going on smoking two mallards Man, that last one was smoked. Anyways, Hunter, appreciate you sending that video in. Guys, man, first episode. Uh, looking forward to having everyone tune in. Um, if you're watching, you know, even if it's just five of y'all, appreciate y'all checking in. Uh, I've been wanting to do this for a while now, and I finally got all my equipment, all the setup, and this is the very first episode. So welcome. Um, you can expect a lot of a lot of fun things on this podcast. Uh, we're gonna bring a lot of knowledge as well. Try to make everyone just a better hunter. Cause I mean, as much as I love killing them, I do enjoy seeing everybody killing them. You know, it kind of takes the stress off of the competition a little bit, and it just makes it more fun for everybody. Um, man, I got I got two guests this week that are two good buddies of mine. We've hunted, but we've only we've only all hunted together probably one or two times. But uh, that's probably going to change over over the years. And there are two guys that I probably text. If I don't text them every day, it's at least every other day. And and that's not just during hunting season. We're talking about hunting, and we're talking about some of y'all that are listening um, all year, all year. And uh, man, it's it's going to be a good episode. We're going we're going to hit on a few things. But man, these guys got a lot of a lot of good stuff. So they're going to be uh, they're going to be some guests more than one time throughout the season. And uh, I'm glad that y'all guys are on the podcast. And uh, so, without further ado, let me introduce my two buddies, Mr. Fred Hill and Mr. Drew Sockwell. <laughs> yes, sir. What's up, guys? How y'all doing today? What's happening, my boy? Uh, man, this this is already a little bit better than last night. <laughs> you know, uh, man, for y'all, uh, for you uh, let me just say this: last night we tried to record a podcast and we got one recorded. <laughs> And we will let. I'm gonna release it one day, but it's probably gonna be after about a hundred episodes in. It'll be a hemet bottle. It'll be a bloopers, man. Fred, Fred got after it last night. Boy, week. we had a little. Well, I say we. Fred had a little bit too much Texas. This joker was full when I brought it. Boy, this man, this man, Fred. I would ask him a question last night, and he'd answer half of it, and then halfway through the answer, he'd look at me. He's like, 
Wait a second What'd you ask me? <laughs> and then at one point Fred was like Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, make words. Boy, it, it's gonna be funny though. But we we gonna have to save that one, man. So, man, what what's going on, with y'all? Y'all y'all let the people know what's going on. Obviously, I know y'all tell the listeners what's 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 new. What's what's going on with just with y'all in life starting out. Life, man. Fred just got engaged. Well, I I proposed back in November, but we set a wedding date, man. I set a wedding date. Go ahead and read it. Jump over the hump. Let's go, man. Congrats. Jump on the hump, 17th Congrats. for June 18th. Because, uh, what, you, you and Morgan been together how long? Eight and a half years. Eight and a half years. Long time to date somebody, you know. It's either now or never. Well, so. l- let me say this. Fred proposed back in November, but how long How long did you have that ring for? Uh, I want to say a long. Uh, over a year. Yeah. year and a half. Almost two years. Fred, Fred would text me one day. Fred would be like, "Yeah, I, I, I might propose like this Friday if everything goes good." Come Saturday morning, Fred's out hunting. He'd be like, "Nah, man, I didn't propose last night." Like man, the birds is gobbling. That's right, man. That's <laughs> right. Birds Drew, man, welcome back from the island, dude. I know it. Good to be back. Drew, be back. Drew's down at uh, what Saint Kitts? Saint Kitts. Saint Kitts Island Vet School. Down there for a couple years, and now he's he's back. So back. wrapping this up, clinical rotations. Ready to get all that done one. How, yeah, how does that work again? So what you go, you basically go to like what three or four different little rotationals. Yeah, so, so there's uh, it's four week rotations, mm-hmm. and it's all over the southeast. Going to, uh, I mainly want to do large animals, so I'm going to a bunch of uh, equine practices. You mean like like cattle, horses? Yeah, cattle, horses. Yeah. So I'm doing a lot of that, and so be, the, be at different places for four weeks, working under some uh, board certified guys. So really fired up about this year, and you going to a uh, Bradshaw, right? Jonathan? Yeah, Jonathan Brad- yeah. Bradshaw. That's uh, that's one of the. I don't have many small animals, mm-hmm. but I'm going to see him. I'll actually be out there during duck season. So I mean, dude. Be, uh, hey, Jonathan, when you listen, man, fired look, up. Hey, right, come see you, Dr. Drew's fired up. Hey, y'all don't y'all don't y'all don't open that clinic till about 10 a.m. during hunting season. No, we we gotta go kill some mallards first. We'll we'll go out there to that spot. You know, we'll go out there to hurricanes and shoot them a little bit. <laughs> if it's water in there, that's a good point. If it's water. No, I mean, there's water in there right now. There's water everywhere right now in Arkansas. When I drove back the other day from Little Rock, boy, I'm telling you, there was more water. To me, it seemed like there was more water when I left than there was all duck season. Once you got on the on the Arkansas side, you look over to the right, it looked like a big ass sea over there. That's what I'm saying. Yes, yes. So, man, I, I'm like I say, dude. I'm, I'm glad y'all are on the podcast as the first guest. Um, we are going to have a awesome lineup from country singers, professional athletes, and, you know, guys like Drew and Fred that are, uh, you know, kind of known in the industry and can bring some knowledge. And uh, man, not only knowledge, man, these these two guys got some stories. <laughs> and uh, man, some 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 of them are going to have to be separate episodes. And man, also we're going to have some people on here uh, that. On social media, they don't have one. Y'all, y'all probably don't know their names. They don't know that. Uh, y'all probably don't know they exist. But these guys are just some good old boys. Um, you know, when, when I think of someone like that, I think of Will McBride, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Johnny Oaks, Johnny Duck Hunt, Johnny Duck Hunt. I Man, I'd like to get Mr. Da- uh, Mr. David on the podcast too, probably. Uh, man, so those of y'all who don't know yet, Devlin has a camp in Duval's Bluff. Uh, but he got a pretty good neighbor name, Mr. David, right? And uh, majority of this season, I would stay at Devlin's camp. And I always see this guy standing on his porch 
We never we never talked until one day. I was leaving, headed back to Tennessee. He stopped me. We shot the shit for a minute. Turned out to be a pretty good dude. I mean, he kept keep the freezer full of crop before us. Uh, just a good old boy who who grew up in the area, knows a lot about the area, and just wants the friendship, man. Dude, like I said, he's a good guy, man. He's man. He take he takes care of my place. Like when I'm gone for football, and you know when when I leave to travel on the weekend, go to some of these events. Like man, he's always like. He's always looking out for it, man. That's like, dude, one time I remember you showed up and he texted me. He said, hey, uh, you got a buddy staying at the camp tonight? I said, yeah, yeah, I, I got one. I got one. He's texted me a couple times when I had some other buddies swing by and pick up something, man. So he's a he's a good neighbor neighbor to have. And like you said, he keeps the crappie. He keeps the crappie full in the freezer, and man, he is one of them good old boys. I know, I know his boat. It ain't nothing fancy, but it gets you from point A to point B. Gets you to point A to point B, man. He, he, uh, I don't think he really cares to use decoys. No, duck no. So you know, like the last day of the season, me and him hunted together. Yeah, and uh, we parked on on uh, alongside the river. We walked about 200 yards in. Didn't put out a single decoy. We shot him though. We shot him. I kept on asking, man, you need me to bring decoys? You need me to bring decoys? He said, no, I got them. So when we got ready to get in the boat at about 4 o'clock that morning, he had a bag of old decoys. And uh, I wasn't understanding that he didn't want to carry decoys. <laughs> but he wasn't letting me know that he didn't want to carry decoys. But I just got the vibe. Anyway, so I grabbed the bag of old decoys, and it had three flambos in it. <laughs> and y'all didn't even put those three no, out No, we didn't put no decoys out, man Boy. And uh, we finally walked to the hole And uh, he said, if you want to go get those decoys, you can I said, nah, man, we good what, Wait, once y'all got there, he said, oh yeah, you can go back and get them decoys yeah. <laughs> like, well, well, the decoys was in his boat We shot a few, though, man it, And it was pretty good, you know, that was my first time Sitting Sitting still with him and talking Yeah, so man, it, it's cool It's cool to sit down with some of these, you know, local guys That are a little bit older mm -hmm. And that have just kind of seen it all from You know, the, the 90s that they talk about That yeah. was so great in 2000s And just, you know, kind of hear what they had to say And man, Mr. David He was very, he was very open arms to me When I got a new camp I mean, he brought me in like the first week, he pulled out a map. He was he started telling me everything. You know, he's like, you know, you need to go here, Seven Mile. You need to go up to Spoonie Flow. Blah 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 blah. And man, he, he taught me a lot about that place within just a matter of a couple of weeks, man. And just it's good to have a starting point because I mean, if you if you are if you try to, if you want to go hunt Arkansas timber, it uh you, you better and you never been before. You, you better go with somebody that that's leap. That has been something. that yeah. knows something. Knows you how to navigate. You can't go out there blind, man. You just can't. And the the people that go out there blind, they're I feel like those are usually the people that get lost or are not very successful, mm -hmm. or if anything, they're messing messing it up for other, for the people that kind of know what they're doing. But man, did you get a chance to meet Wild Bill? Yeah. Did you meet Wild Bill, Jordan? Mm -hmm. Who's a Wild Bill? So Wild Bill, <laughs> so Wild Bill lives behind David at the end. And that's who David crappie fishes with all the time. And man, Bill don't—he don't really care about ducking. He don't do the cold. Boy, he is a hoot. Like he—he'll get in that whiskey like you got last night. He'll—he'll <laughs> come—he'll come up. He'll come over, man. Y'all need to meet him. I'm telling you, he's just—he's just one of the guys. He's just another character that. Uh, if I could get him and David on a podcast together, mm. oh my gosh, that'd be big time. Man, one of these days that uh, that generation will be gone, man. Yeah, I know, dude. And we'll be sitting here shooting another podcast, thinking, "Damn, I wish I could ask that person." That's what I'm saying, man. That's like, yeah. that's like, man. When I, when I started thinking about a pod, like when I started thinking about doing a podcast, I was like, man, who was like, who was someone that I need to get on the podcast quick? And it was Johnny Oaks, mm -hmm. Mr. Johnny. 
Because, I mean, dude, like I said, that that is a podcast that I probably... I'll have to separate it into like two or three episodes, but it's gonna be it's gonna be all it's gonna all have to be recorded in a night because he's gonna he's gonna get in that bottom shelf of that bush light, and yeah. it's gonna be just three hours of me and whoever's with me laughing at whatever he whatever he has to say because that man is something else. He is hilarious. He's got the funniest stories I've ever heard, and he's told me that man. My favorite thing about these old guys is they can sit there and tell you the same story. Like I heard, I, he's told me a story that I've heard ten times, but every time he tells it to me, it's funnier. Yeah, and it may be slightly different, slightly different. but boy, it's funny <laughs> as hell, man. So I need to get him on a podcast. Um, man, let's talk a little bit about one of our sponsors. Uh, let's talk about Shin Gear. You know, they just came out with the uh, OG bot- Bottomland Waders, as well as the new solid color for 2022, the Shadow. Which, if I if I'm correct, I think they're gonna basically do a new solid color every year. Like last year, they did the olive green. This year, it's the Shadow, and then next year they'll go on. So I know you can pre-order those uh, on the Shin website right now um, at ShinGear.com and boots man they fit true to size and then if you're wondering about what size you need to wear kind of like up top basically take your jacket size and that's what size waiter you wear so like me i wear a size 12 boot and then i wear a xl jacket so i am a 12 xl in the waiters and that's just kind of how you do it as well if you're close to memphis if you're driving through memphis Man, the Shin Gear store is super convenient to get to. I know me and Fred have been there. Drew, you haven't been there yet. And uh, it's right off the interstate. And, man, those guys, Jeff and Carter and Dylan, they'll get you hooked up, taken care of. You can try any size on. And then also, man, they got a they got a couple cool little base layers coming out this year, a couple vests. And, man, there's a, there's a lot of excitement behind it, dude. But that original bottom line waders, I mean, if y'all can't tell – He's got it on. Drew's got it on. I got it on. So oh, it's a uh, we're big fans, man. But um, basically, y'all y'all had Shin Gear this year. So tell us tell us a little bit about you know what y'all thought of it. Man, I only got only got six hunts in because you know I got back what two days before Christmas. Yeah. So I got six hunts in, but from what I I guess what I took away from it, we I did one walk in up mm-hmm. there up north. I think we walked in probably six hundred yards. You know. Usually those insulated breathables, you know, you get hot, you'd be sweating. But, uh, you know, I just wore waiter pants and walked in 600 yards, pulled uh, two dozen decoys, and, man, I wasn't hot. You know, and that's probably the the biggest thing I took from it. I was skeptical, you know, on the uninsulated, but mm-hmm. I'm, a, you know, I'm all in on it now. Fred? Man, you know, uh, a lot of the earlier breathable type waiters, you know, you got Drake, you got Bannon. It's just a lot of baggage in the leg, man. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I really like the fact that when you get out of the boat, when you step from the water back into the boat, you don't have all that water stuck in your leg. Yep. You got to sit there and shake your leg out for a second. Uh, and the fact they are light, they're light. And I, I've never owned a pair of waders with a zipper in the front until mm-hmm. this year. I like that. Yes. I like it. it. It made it easy to get the jugs on and off. Just real convenient. Everything about the waiter. Um, I was telling one guy that, you know, the slogan is, built better yep and uh as i'm looking at the construction design of these waders i'm saying man they thought of that they thought of that man that's nice these boots are comfortable oh the boot really fits my foot the way it's supposed to fit yeah and uh i eventually said man these waders kind of 
built better than most. Yeah. And it's funny that that's the slogan because that's what you end up saying when you look over these waiters. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty impressed with the man. I'm, I'm impressed with the overall construction. Um, impressed on how they perform. And uh, that nylon material is pretty abrasive. Uh, man, I had a few walks from hell. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, almost a mile walk through, through sticks and, 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 and brush. And they held up pretty good. You know, getting them on and off. Yeah. It's the biggest thing. You know, it's so, a pain in the ass. Some of them, you know, some of the older waiters that we've worn, you know, you go to roll them down. You know, everybody rolls them down over the boot. Man, you try to get your foot out of there. Hell, yeah. you got to lean up against the tree. Them shin, man, they fold all the way down and you step right up out of there. Okay. Hold on. Here, here's the question. So when I went and did that photo shoot one day, I had my shin waders on and I was taking them off and I started undoing my, like, my straps up top. And Rob looked at me. He's like, what, what are you doing? I said, man, I'm taking these off. He's like, Nah, man. He's like, you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta take those off. He's like, if you just unzip, they'll loosen up. They mm-hmm. slide right off. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that until like you got that uh, old waiter PTSD. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's what I'm gonna ask if y'all took y'all straps off or if you left man, them on. The, the first time I did, and yeah. then I want to say somebody's like showed asked kind of the same me, thing. Like, yeah, same thing. Like you know, if you do this, and then you know, once I got it set, you don't have to move them. No, mm-mm. that's what I'm, I'm saying. Do y'all are y'all a wear a jacket over your waiter kind of guy, or yeah. you tuck them in? Well, I shoot this year. I had that vest. Yeah, that I went that uh, that Filson vest. Filson vest yeah. with the Filson on the outside. With uh, hell, I think it was this pullover. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I'm a uh, jacket over the waiters. See, I'm a, I'm a jacket tucked in. And hey, I, really? I just I like to be hey. able to when I got a piss, I got a piss. I don't feel like taking off all the clothes underneath. Uh, and if I do fall in, that waiter, that jacket over the waiters kind of helps the sucks. If you fall under, you tend not to get any water in your waiters if you fall. So. I, I don't I don't really plan on falling in. I, you know? <laughs> I, I ain't never planning on falling in, but it's been a few times I, uh, I've won swimming. So. Yeah. And each time I had my waiters on the outside, I wouldn't wait on the inside of my waiters. Mm-hmm. Man, I, like I said, I'm excited about the future. I know, like... You know, us three have seen a few things that are coming out that maybe not the public has seen, and man, there, there's a lot of excitement uh, behind behind Shin Gear. And, and man, one of my favorite things about Shin is, uh, man, there's some there's some real kind of killers behind it, you know, mm-hmm. that are involved in the in the behind the scenes. And um, you know, to me, that's important because there is some true Arkansas flooded timber duck hunters that are, you know. Building these waders, backing these waders, and you know, I think that's what's going to eventually separate Shin from the mm-hmm. from the other competition is the fact that it's just you know stone cold killers behind it. So you know, I, I was at one company for a while, mm-hmm. probably like ten years yeah. somewhere in there, and uh, it took me a while to move over from this company to this company, right? This other company has always treated me well. Yeah. But as you said, I got to looking at, okay, how far can I go with this company versus this company? Mm-hmm. All right, who's at this company versus this company? And I looked at Shane, and I'm thinking, man, like what you said, there's some killers behind this. Yep. There are people who who hunt, and regardless of what they're wearing, they would still get it done. And that was my deciding factor on moving from this company to Shein. I saw it for what it was worth. I saw the people. In the woods, just like I am, mm-hmm. people I can appreciate. So. Yeah. Not that I can't appreciate people who aren't in the woods as much as I can, but you understand. Yeah. You see some people and why they do what they do. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and, and to me, I feel like everybody that is, you know, not that there's like a Shin pro staff or team, but everyone that you know kind of is involved with it, 
is is like us. They're trying to hunt every single day that they can, and they're trying to hunt flooded timber Arkansas, and they're trying to, you know, finish those big group group of mallards in the trees. And they take it serious. That is exactly. They're stone cold killers, and they take it serious. So man, there's a lot of excitement. Again, go to the Shining Gear website. Go ahead, and put your pre pre order in for the new OG Bottomland and the Shadow, and then the uh, just a new Bottomland is still available as well. And then uh, the uh, OD Green, I think, is uh, discontinued now, officially discontinued um, waiters. So, what was that? That was Olive, right? Olive, yeah. Olive. olive, OD, yeah, I don't know. OD Green, Olive, olive yeah, the Olive. I never, I never saw any of them in person, ever. Uh, man, I saw a few at the ramp a few times. Did you? Yeah. Uh, were they were they kind of darker or um, darkest darkest side of Olive or lighter? The time. I would see them before they yeah. got in the water. Yeah. I'm sure when they got in the water and got a little saturated, uh, they probably darkened up. Yeah. A little too light for me, though. Yeah. Well, we also want to talk about uh, another sponsor, Browning. They just came out with some A5 Sweet 16s. And, uh, man, I know me and Fred shoot some A5 12 gauges. And then Drew over, he's he's a Winchester guy, which is, which is good because, I mean, that's still, you know, it's like the sister company to Browning. It's the same people. I mean, he's got the Browning hat on even though he's shooting Winchester, so it's all good, baby. I'm pretty sure I stole this hat from you. Oh, yeah. That's 100%. Yeah, 100%. That's you got a looking hat. I know. Yeah, that is. I, you I'm, got any more I can take? I might need that back, <laughs> boy. I'll trade you. I might need that back. I'll trade you. You have to trade some. No, nah, I'm good. But yeah, <laughs> Brownie, man. Brownie's got the new Sweet 16s. Um, man, I've seen one in person, held one, and there's a man they're, they're a badass little gun they're super light uh you know if you're if you're a browning guy who has been waiting on the 20 gauge man this is a kind of next step to the 20 gauge and man i promise you this gun is just as light as a 20 gauge and it only it's only two and three quarters now but i mean dude i've shot two three and quarter two and three quarter in the timber and you don't need anything else if you know how to shoot so uh excited about that um Man, Browning has kind of this. I don't know about y'all. I, I think Drew. I think you told me you've always shot Winchester your whole life. Well, no, I got. Uh, well, you you got some old Belgian. Yeah, I have old Belgian made sweet sweet sixteens, and then I got a few over unders. Yeah, that are Browning. But as far as duck hunting, I've been well that SX three mm-hmm. that me and you bought together at Max yeah. that I used as a boat paddle and broke ice with. That's all I've duck hunted. What with. what gun did you have like the day before? Uh, some pump action. So, the day the day before Drew bought this gun at Max, we were hunting this little uh, this like rice field. I don't, I know you haven't heard the story. We we're hunting this little rice field, and man, it was me, Drew, our buddy Ben, our buddy Lee, and man, it was one. Of, it's one of those days where we should have shot. Our, we should have shot our ducks within like twenty minutes, but. It was just one of them days we couldn't hit shit. It wouldn't matter. No, not we. I couldn't. Yeah, I could not. I could not hit water. Oh, he was trying to tell on you, man. I'll, I'll, I'll hey, try I'll, to give a bit of it out. I'll say, but dude, I, I listen. Not hit. Like he could not hit shit. And dude, we had a. We were on his ass one time. He's like, well, "Watch this!" And I'm telling you, like 50 blackbirds flew from. In, we were in a little layup blind. Flew from. Like from here to that camber. Hey, which I thought, is, I thought they were going to light on the decoys. And Drew's like, "Watch this shit." Didn't cut a feather, boy. Didn't cut a feather. I said, man. I said, we're gonna max after this, and we're getting a new gun. So we, me and Drew, go to max. We get. 
he ends up buying a new SX3, what, 12 gauge? Was it 12? Yeah. 12, 12 gauge, gauge and bottom lid. I get, I was the best salesman Max ever had that day because he, I ended up, yeah, he ended up buying Max, a gun. This, and he's 15% on yeah. that wholesale. He ended up buying a gun, like a gun case, a sling. What else do you buy? Like a bag? I, I've had a whole uniform. Boy, this man spent car. close to two grand in, in a day. And I was just like, man, Drew, you need this. Must be nice. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> I was throwing stuff in his buggy like, man, you got to buy this. So we take that gun. Me and Drew go straight to the ramp from Max, and oh, yeah. we put it together. At the, like, me and him were the first in line. Opened it up, put it together. That was back when we were young. like We were dumb. Like We ended up going back to the ramp. We, it was probably, what, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, if that? Didn't I go squirrel hunting before it got dark? Nah, I don't think so. Oh, I shot that gun. Yeah, yeah you shot it. We, cause no, we, we talked about it. We, we, about we, it put, we put the gun together at the boat ramp. And he shot it. He patterned it real quick. He shot one time a piece of paper. And then me and him sat in the line. No one else was with us. About like 9 o'clock, someone pulls up behind us. About 10 o'clock, boy, there's like tornado sirens going off, everything. And like, we're like, oh, my God. Someone's texting me like, hey, man, there's a tornado on the ground like a couple miles from y'all. Me and Drew like, man, we're like, man, fuck this. Let's get out of here. So we drove. We left. We left the ramp. We got about 10 miles down the road. Everything cleared up. Like, the rain stopped. Storm was gone, so we whip it back. That guy had left, too. So we got back first in line. Um, next thing you know, there ended up being about 20 people in line. We were first in line. We hunted, uh, like, I'll, I'll tell them, I don't care. We hunted what hot was it called, Hog Thief. Yeah. A little late, little late down St. Charles. Killed, I think, 32 mallards, 36 mallards, somewhere right in there. And, boy, we hammered them. And uh, I'd say Drew was pretty only once he got that new gun. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I missed. So where's that gun? Where's the uh, the gun that misses now? The gun that misses. He ain't got one. I ain't gonna lie. Is no, that I'm is not. that is that the same gun? Is that the same gun you had uh, when you sh- when was it when last I quick, year? When I quick draw my girl that turkey. That turkey. Yeah, boy, this man with this gun. So we're hunting his grandma's place or grandpa's place. Yeah. Anyways, we, we walk down into the holler. Drew goes. And that one just hammers. We're like, oh shit! So we go up. We we're kind of, we we're kind of in like the middle of uh, like two little ridges. So we could have went left or right up the ridge because it the holler went between. So we chose the left one. We get up there. He yaps. He yelps again. And hammers on the right side. So we go back down. We run up. I'm talking about as soon as we run up the top of the hill or top of the ridge. He like yelps real quick. Nothing. We're like, oh, it's got to be close, man. About 45 yards away, this turkey just pops out. out like It was laying down. Pops out, starts sprinting. And I watched Drew go, and that, that, that turkey fucking rolled. Rolled. Boy. Rolled. It was, no it, more. I'm not going to lie. It was one of the best shots I've ever seen personally in my life. Boy, he smashed that bird with a Jeb's choke tube. And, boy, it was nice. It was it was nice. Love that gun. You, and you got, what, an SX420 gauge? Or was it? Yeah. So, Drew's a Winchester guy. Me and Fred are Browning guys, and man, they uh, they're both both good quality guns. How long is that barrel on that twenty gauge you got? I think it's a twenty four. It's either 24? twenty. Yeah, it's twenty four, twenty six. Yeah, it's a it's a longer barrel. You say it's a longer. No, barrel? No, no, it's, short, thought, it's no, shorter. No, I thought it was longer. Uh, uh-uh. twenty four and twenty. So usually twenty four is like it usually goes twenty four, twenty six, or twenty eight. Yeah, I think it's twenty six. Then it's old not like short, short. Then it's probably twenty six. I know it's not twenty eight. I don't even know what. Size burrow I'm getting well, yeah, It don't matter I can kill with anything Yeah it don't matter You mean a slingshot When, when you add a Jeb's choke tube That adds what About an inch Or two inches 
two inches. Yeah, two inches. Two inches. So, yeah, man. So, Browning, appreciate you being a sponsor. Uh, obviously, we talked about, you know, Moss Oak being a sponsor, and we're big Moss Oak fans. Obviously, we've all been, you know, Moss Oak bottom line guys from day one. I mean, some some of us have turned down other opportunities because, you know, they, they enjoy Mossy Oak. And, uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. If it, it ain't, ain't broke, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, man, let's talk a, a little bit about turkey season, man. It's finally about two weeks away. Uh, actually, Alabama opens up in two weeks from today. Um, I wish y'all could see outside. There's about, well, it's, it's melting pretty good. About th- three inches of snow on the ground. But uh, what, uh, man, what kind of expectations y'all got for turkey season this year? My expectations is to kill uh-huh. Kill, yes, sir. You know, I'm in the process of planning a wedding, so that's gonna take a that's gonna take a lot of time away from me. It's gonna take a lot of a lot of the states that I had planned on going to away. I you know I hunted the Northeast last year. I hunted Maine, New York, and I wanted to go back and, and like hit New Hampshire, Connecticut for a month. Uh, yeah, but that wedding is gonna interfere with all of that. Uh, uh, man, I just plan on hitting surrounding states for the most part. I might. Uh, Jump in the wind and head to Michigan. Boy, gas prices gonna keep you at home, boy. Man, I forgot about the gas prices. What was it like? Four nineteen here in Nashville. Man, that might it's too high. That's what it is. Yeah. Normally, I'm a solo dude when I'm traveling, you know, from state to state, just because I, I don't like to think for other people when I'm hunting. Yeah. Uh, but I might have to carry some buddies this year, man. We need to split some gas. I'm free, brother. Come on, man. I, I'm, I'm gonna try to hit a marathon, get a little gas car for turkey season, man. Get something, cause uh, this gonna hurt. This gonna cripple a whole lot of. Traveling turkey hunters who, who's using their own dime to get around. So. Mm-hmm. Drew, what, man, what what what, y'all, what kind of expect, expectations y'all got? At Sockwell Ranch over there in I, North Alabama. You know, you I got them lined up on a string. I, I got one in the cage right now. <laughs> uh, you know, I had to miss all last year. I believe so. you too. <laughs> I mean, he, anybody that knows me knows this man, this man got one tied up about a foot yeah. to a tree yeah if you want a guy to turkey hunt hit me up uh but that first one gobbles it's gonna be hard not to shoot him off a limb that's about how fired up i am because <laughs> you I, I had to sit down there last year on that island and look at the damn beach when everybody's up here killing turkeys post some pictures of turkey yeah so see i'm pissed off at him uh yeah, I plan to kill one in Kentucky mm-hmm. while I'm up there for that rotation, then come back to Nashville, so shoot one in Tennessee, and then, of course, slip back down to the ranch. Mm-hmm. I say ranch. Hell, it's just ranch. a farm. Yeah. Slip back down to no, the ranch. Got ranch sounds better. What do you got about? What? Got a whole farm, don't you? You got about 2,500 acres down there or something? Yeah. <laughs> we got about 2,500 acres. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, old, old McDonald don't want none. But. <laughs> Man, I, I'm excited, dude. I hope we can, uh, I mean, obviously, we'll all start hunting together, but I still hope we can... Work it out to where we take one of those trips that uh you know might be gone out of state for maybe a, a week or two, um, or at least a week you know somewhere cool somewhere we ain't never been. Um, but man, it's finally here, dude. I mean, I, I, dude, I'm more fired up about this turkey season than ever before. I don't know why. I don't know. I think it's because I'm about to pick up a new turkey gun. I got a red dot. I never had a red dot, but dude, I was talking to my buddy Lance the other day. He's like, man, I've been shooting a red dot for five years. He's like, dude, this is the way to go. For the turkeys or just in general? No, it's turkeys. Gotcha. You got a red dot this year too, don't you? Yeah, but I ain't got a mounted on nothing. Oh, I don't either. I got to get it my, set I'm, up. If I was going to get a 20 gauge, I'm going to put it on. I wouldn't put it on 12, but I'm going to put it on 20. Get some uh, TSS this year, man. Is uh, ammo still kind of hard to find right now, right? Man, I, for the conventional, 
mass produced stuff like those double XRs. I ain't seen any of those on the shelf yet. Mm-hmm. You know, but you got those uh, custom manufacturers like you, know, you got Apex, Browning, Rogue, all those. All, you can get, you can pretty much buy that. Yeah, those, those hand loads you can buy. What what what, what kind of shot size do you like shooting? For turkeys, yeah. Uh, if it's TSS, probably nines. Nines. If it's, um, I shoot a lot of like. I'm a when Browning sent me some TSS. It was like seven and nine mix. Yeah, a blend. Um, and if it's like those double XRs, uh, maybe like a six. Yeah. Man, Three and I, a half. I saw. Uh, I don't know. It might have been a couple of months ago. You know, I see a lot of people like people like posting like, "Oh man, I shot this bird at sixty yards with TSS or sixty five yards." And man, like. Dave Owens posted one. He he posted one of the coolest things I've seen about TSS, and it was basically like he was basically saying, "Like I'm never going to shoot a turkey that isn't you know above you know isn't under that yardage that I I think is in tight." But he's like, "If TSS can guarantee me a cleaner kill, he's like, that's why I'm going to shoot it." Yeah. But man, these people out there shooting like, man, I shot a turkey at seventy yards, man. That ain't. I'm sorry, that ain't that ain't, that ain't turkey hunting. That's deer. You might as well whip, whip out the rifle, man. That's like what I'm that. saying. Like like this new age. People, you know, we just started hitting by TSS. TSS has always been around, you know, but mm-hmm. now within like what the past four or five years, is it's the it's the most it's the hot commodity, and uh, it's kind of crazy that people buy it with the perception that I'm finished the turkey 70, 80 yards. You get a lot of triple birds because of that. Like, I mean, I got TSS, but I like to put the bird in my pocket. If that joker ain't you know thirty yards or. or Right up on me. Yeah, I really don't want to shoot it. I mean, I will, but I first of all, I never shoot a turkey at a damn a football field's distance. No, uh, you know, but I got the TSS and I got it because shooting through brush. Yeah, right. It's some heavy stuff. It's pretty dense, uh, and that's what I use it for. But it's 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 funny hearing people say I shot a turkey seventy eighty yards and like bragging about it. Like, bragging about that's it. That's what I'm saying. It's like man, like you didn't. I, I, I'm sorry, but I I haven't been turkey hunting, but maybe like three years. Mm-hmm. But like I feel. Real confident that like I can get within seventy yards of any turkey I want mm-hmm. to, and so like to me it ain't it, it's deer hunting, just like Drew said, it's deer hunting. It's, you hear them guys say, "I shot him at ninety five steps." Ninety five steps. <laughs> you hear some dumb shit, those man. Are, those are the same guys that are tree topping birds yeah. in, in the woods. Yeah, that's some boys put out that damn rygarter spread of turkey decoys out there. Have about seven hens, three jakes, and two strutters. Yeah, I'm gonna put it out in the wheat field. Hell, they just sit there and get ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm if one do- fucks up and gets close enough, he's gonna get his ass ranked. That's yeah. what they do. I'm gonna do that this year. I'm gonna set up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you a video of two dozen turkey decoys out in the field. Like put a eight, mojo in the eight, eight strutters <laughs> just out there. I'm gonna get the ones that like turn and they're all doing this. Put get a mojo in the middle. Shoot Make it more realistic. Get that little turkey decoy on the little remote control little, car. <laughs> yeah, dude, that would be crazy, man. But yeah, dude, turkey turkey season is here, man. What uh, what all states y'all gonna try to? Do do we just talk about that? Well, I, I, we didn't go in depth. I plan on hitting Kentucky, Mississippi, Missouri, Alabama, Georgia, of course Arkansas. Um, and if I can swing it, then I'll go back up to the Northeast. Mm-hmm. Or, or since Michigan is the last state to close, yeah, I might try to get in. When, when does Michigan close? Man, yeah, like when is the last day of turkey season for twenty twenty two? Like, so uh, let's, mm-hmm. let, let me Google it. I remember last year. You know, longest point time, longest time, Maine was the last state to close. Mm-hmm. And I remember the very last day of Maine season, I shot a turkey, and mm-hmm. I, I made a little social media post. Uh, Bragging, I was like, could I have possibly killed the last legal turkey in the United States? Yeah. And uh, then I got a, a message. When I posted on Instagram, I got a message from a 
from an old boy. And then he said, I got bad news for you. Michigan's still open. I said, what? And then I started Googling. I, I stopped right there. Was the old boy's name Scholar? Was it Scholar Parker? No, nah, it was uh, Jordan Blissett. Primos. Gotcha. I think I think I'm gonna try to hit up, man. I've never tagged out in Alabama, so I'm gonna try to tag out in Alabama and tag out in Tennessee, and then I may try to you know make one more trip somewhere. Um, Googie's been talking to me about going to Mexico, uh, New Mexico, so I may do that. June seventh. June seventh. Michigan. What is what is Maine? I thought Michigan closed like on like a ten. June. Yeah, we're back. Sorry about that. Had <laughs> a little camera malfunction. Who shot that in his eyes? Wait, hey, who, who, who's, uh, who's Arkansas playing? A&M. Uh, Texas A&M? Yeah. They win it? It's SEC tournament. Yeah, dude, why Why did they move the SEC tournament down to Tampa? That was dumb. That's dumb. Gainesville's the furthest south. Yeah. Oh, if it was in Nashville, bro, we would be there. We wouldn't be shooting this podcast. Like, that'd be a, be a fun little time. Um yeah, we're talking about turkey season, though. We're talking about some uh, states. Like I say, I, I, I'm going to try to tag out in Alabama and Tennessee. Boy, you can leave that there and watch it. It's all good, man. <laughs> <laughs> so who from the SEC is going to make the uh, NCAA tourney? Uh, Alabama. Alabama, Arkansas, Arkansas, Kentucky, Arkansas. Kentucky. And then I guess whoever ends up winning the tournament is guaranteed, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. this, right, this tournament is pointless. You know, Auburn won the SEC tournament. SEC outright. Like, Which is stupid because they got put out in the first round of the damn tournament. Yeah. It's like Alabama got put out the first round. They're still going to make it. Yeah, they trash. Alabama and, and uh, Auburn trash. Woo Pig. Hmm. Not no Woo Pig. Hell State. Hell State. Nah, man. No, Mississippi State ain't one of you remember, when tra- you remember when he was trying to talk trash to me last night about baseball? Yeah, he, he said. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, he's like Mississippi State and baseball it was team. A fluke, man. We've won. been that. We've been in the World Series three you know, years. You ago. know what that was? How's that? That was just fine Texas whiskey talking. Well, you might as well go ahead and finish that off. I ain't drinking right. Take a shot. Nope. Huh? No alcohol for me. If I drink it, it'd be a beer. Wow. Mm, 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 mm. What button you just hit? The what? What button you just hit? No, I didn't hit any. But look, I can. I can look. I can give us a little applause. It's like. Ooh. And we can. Now, if you, when Drew says something funny next time, hit him with a. <laughs> and we can hit a little. So you got to program those in there? Nah, man. They were programmed Come in the it. thing. And now the last one's a little cash machine. But they, they got a couple. They got a couple more on there that I can I can choose from. But I just had to get a had to get a few a few on there. So damn, man. First episode, dude, it's crazy. Y'all gonna have to hop back on again. Um, man, I, I'm excited, dude. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to see where this where this goes. And I told I told you about last night. I'm not gonna mention it again because I definitely don't want it on the podcast. But I told y'all, you know, about what what I'd love love to do with this during duck season. And that'd be awesome if us three could, you know, maybe on. I I, I wouldn't want to do it on a weekend, but maybe like a Tuesday. Either Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Just whenever y'all can make it. I mean, if it had to be a weekend, if it had to be like a Sunday, so be it. But that would be cool. I think that would be. Uh, I think that would be that would be sweet. I mean, I know there's a podcast, a turkey hunting podcast, doing a similar thing down there in Mississippi, and it's you know it kind of gave me that idea to do that. But I also think I also think the location I'm trying to do that. I think it would be good, you know, for them. Just to have some different enter- entertainment, you know, maybe get some people to ask questions live, um, 
because I mean, like like I said, I want this to be more, uh, you know, in, involved. Like I want people that are listening to be involved instead of just listening. And that's why that's why I'm doing that kill cam of the week. So, like I said, if you got some uh, if you got some videos of ducks, geese, turkeys, you know, whatever, any kind of kill cam uh, video, make sure you DM me on Instagram, send it in, and uh, you know, try to try to pick some and. Uh, you'll be featured on the Kill Cam of the Week, and then what I want to do at the end of the year is I want to like basically I'll probably get y'all two to help me. Us three will kind of vote on maybe the top three. We'll narrow it down to like the top three best Kill Cams of the year, and basically put those three out and let the let the listeners vote, and then you know winner kind of get some kind of prize package we'll put together for them. Uh, we'll talk to Browning about maybe. Donating a gun to to give away to the to the kill cam of the week, so or kill cam of the year, I should say. So, if Brown and donates a gun, I might be featuring a lot of these kill cams. You might be sending them in. <laughs> you know, a little biased vote, huh? <laughs> but uh, man, what are we about to do today? Did uh? This weather put a damper on all the plans, man. What we what what were we gonna do? Eat crawfish. We were gonna we're gonna eat crawfish. crawfish, Celebrate Drew's birthday. Yeah. Not only were we gonna eat crawfish, we were about to dress up themed 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 like a crawfish boil. boil. Like I was about to wear my macho overalls, no shirt, my ski goggles. I was gonna wear my whole turkey on uniform. It's mid March and it's twenty five degrees outside. With snow on the ground. Snow on the ground. I had big plans this weekend, man. I wanted to I wanted to fish, I wanted to eat crawfish, I wanted to look for mushrooms, look for sheds and just be outside. But Yeah, we should do I, we should do our own crawfish boil soon. Let's make it happen. We like maybe one. like a opening here's the thing. I know I know you will kill a turkey really early opening in the morning. As a matter of fact, last year wait, wait, to clarify Dude, man. First podcast, I had a camera die. I had my my little podcast recorder die. So that's just that's just part of it. But uh, no, we were just talking about shooting turkeys, and we were talking about planting a crawfish boil for maybe. I was going to mention opening day of turkey season in Tennessee, April second, because I know I know Fred's going to shoot a turkey really quick. As a matter of fact, last year 
I am a witness, and I'd be willing to bet a lot of money that Fred shot the very first turkey of 2021 turkey, Tennessee turkey season. He shot the very first legal turkey. I'd put a lot of money on it because, man – so Fred's like, hey, man, let's let's go out to this uh, public land spot. I was the, like, the, the honey hole is what I like to call it. it, it it's a honey hole. And I was like, all right, I'm going to bring my camera. I'm going to film it. Anyway, so we, we start walking down the road. And he Fred told me exactly where the turkey was going to be. And it was exactly where he said. So I set up about 15 yards behind Fred. I turned my camera on. Boy, this turkey, as soon as this turkey flew down from the roost, as soon as it hit the ground, <clears throat> it was like this. Feet hit the ground. I was like, damn, Fred, like, I, I thought you wanted me to film that. Oh, man, man I, I thought he was going to see me. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, and then I'm telling you, Fred's got a video on his phone. We'll have to play it on another episode. Fred's got a video on his phone of him filming the turkey on the tree. And as soon as it flies down, all you see is the phone hit, like, you see black. <laughs> and then you just hear, <laughs> Boy. That joker, he, he pitched down early. He pitched down. He pitched down before the hens, everything. I wasn't expecting him to pitch down for another 25, 30 minutes. And all of a sudden, I hear wing beats, and uh, I'm trying to. I was looking back. I was had my phone face forward recording the turkey, but I was looking back, trying to give us Devlin some hand signals. And all I heard was wing beats. That's when the phone dropped. And it took a pitch down, probably 25 yards in front of me. When it pitched down, my heart started beating, racing. And he was facing towards me. His feathers weren't even settled good. His no. feet, his, his his toes was touching the ground, man. His feathers coming down. His head was still dizzy from flying down. <laughs> Boy, no, this, I, I didn't give him a chance. This this turkey, I guess, like he hit the ground, and he didn't even have he didn't even have time to think about what could happen next. He was still in fight when you shot him. Oh uh, no, nah, he, nah, he he was he was on the ground, but his feathers wouldn't settle, man. Like, uh, and I thought I missed him because, like, so twenty five yards out in front of me, it's a it's a it's a, a hill. Yeah. And uh, when I when I hit when I shot him, I, I stoned him. He didn't flop. He didn't hop. He didn't. He his life. It was non-existent after that. And uh, I thought I missed him. So when I got up, I walked over to him. He was flat on the ground, man. Didn't flop. And then, and then Fred, he turns around and looks at me. He's like, did you get any of that? I'm like, hell no, nah, man. I didn't even have the camera. I mean, I had the camera on, but, boy, I didn't get nothing. I didn't, I didn't have a chance to zoom in or anything. So, But it don't matter. We've always talked about we're going to kill first before we film. Mm-hmm. And I had a... Last year opening day, I let a camera get in the way of me. I should have killed last year opening day of Alabama, and I, I think I you seen the video because I showed it to you at least four or five times. I said, "Man, this turkey, I thought it was too far. Man, that that turkey was way in range." Oh yeah, was, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I should, I should. How close was it? I bet he was thirty-five, forty. Did you didn't pull the trigger at all? Nah, dude. So I was sitting on this little um. It was kind of, I was basically, I was sitting on this little, like, I guess, uphill ridge, and then, like, where the turkey came from, he came from another little ridge, so basically where I was sitting was like this, and it went down and came back up, and, dude, I, I don't know what happened, it just, he looked a lot further away than what I thought, so. Yeah, last year, man, I could have, I had a few turkeys, so last year I started trying to carry a camera in the woods. Uh, and this year I'm gonna carry the camera in the woods again because I love to sit there and watch my my hunts on the big screen. Yeah. Uh, but that that camera messed me up a few times. I remember I, I was in Missouri, and uh, I heard. I mean, I had turkeys gobbling all around me. Anyways, I got to the point to where I was going down this ridge, and uh, 
turkey came up. So I got in the prone because it was kind of like open, wide open hardwoods. And uh, I put the camera out in front of me and the turkey is slowly strutting my way. And uh, I got this one little bush in front of me. So as I get ready to raise my gun, uh, my barrel hits the tripod. It made the loudest I've ever heard in my life. And the turkey's and flew off the side of the ridge. Hey, he, he's got the funniest video of a uh, of a buddy turkey hunting. Ah, we. <laughs> Boy, it's funny. You just need to see it, man. We ain't, we ain't got to talk about it, but you need to see it, man. We ain't going to talk about that one yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not carrying a camera with me. I'm there to kill. I'm going to get out of the truck. Listen, when I get out of the truck, I'm going to be ready to kill. I face mask on, gloves. When I, I leave the house, I face mask on. I wouldn't on. carry a camera if you plan on shooting them off to live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you can be you are gonna have fun with your cameras. I'm here for the for the blood. Okay. Well guys, man, appreciate y'all hopping on the podcast. First episode. We had a couple camera shutoffs. We had the uh the zoom track um mess up, but uh had some hangovers. Had some hangovers. <laughs> Man, if there's a way we can combine this podcast with one last night. Maybe you can show some bloopers of it. The one last night doesn't need, they don't need to see that. Oh, no, no. They, they need to see it. <laughs> they need to see it for sure. So, just again, man, I uh, want to thank you for hopping on the podcast. Episode one, um, episode two, don't know who we're going to have on, but uh, turkey season here. Don't forget, check out Shin Gear, uh, Mossy Oak, and Browning. And again, if you want to be a part of this podcast as a sponsor, um, man, feel free to hit me up. Got a couple open slots, and uh, I know some of you guys. I'm, I'm talking to some of you guys, and we're trying to finalize some deals. So hopefully, after you see this, you uh, kind of get a better, more understanding of what uh, what I got going on and kind of what we're doing. So again, thank you for listening to the Duck Hodges podcast, Fred Drew. We'll see y'all Appreciate back. It. See y'all back on here soon. Yes, sir. All right.